What's up again, this connected fam? In episode six, we talk with the original core team. Today in episode eight, the eighth day, the new day, this connected with Catholic.dad is talking to a group of young men and women who are in high school who attend St. Mary's Parish called the PMLT. That acronym stands for Peer Ministry Leadership Team. We're going to have some honest talk with them, share experiences, point of views, highs and lows about faith and life in general. Hopefully, we'll be able to connect generations in situations where we may not necessarily agree, but definitely be listened to. So again, enjoy this episode and at the end, see if this connected. Our title for this episode is Sowing Seeds and Reaping Leaders. Here we go. Look at this. We have the PMLT crew here. Yeah, they're dead. But but anyways, uh, if you guys didn't recognize that voice in the intro, that is who? Sarah. And Sarah is what? She is our new YM for St. Mary's Youth Ministry. And today we're going to be talking to the PMLT. And as Sarah said, that stands for Peer Ministry Leadership Team. And, you know, there's a lot of us here. So we're just going to go around, probably spend the whole podcast trying to introduce everyone. But let's all, let's try it. Let's, let's introduce everyone. Just tell me your name, uh, you know, and, you know, what school you go to. The basics. And, you know, just the basics. So go ahead. Let's start right here. Okay. Oh, I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> you know what? It's not only PMLT here because we have the YM here. And for EDGE, we actually also have the coordinators the coordinator is going to introduce herself, and the sub-coordinator is going to introduce herself. Ooh. And we also have one, two, two of the core team members that are here. So just pay attention when they say who they are and what they what they do. So let's start right here. I'm Diana. I'm the EDGE coordinator, and I go to Cal State San Bernardino. Oh, we say in schools. Yes, we are. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm Lauren, um, mentioned earlier in what second podcast? I go to Cal Baptist. <laughs> yeah, she missed that second podcast. You know, homework is a thing. Yes, it's a priority. Uh, yes. I'm Adam. I'm f- I go to Bloomington, and I'm just a part of PMLT. Yeah, and you heard him in the first episode. I think he threw me under the bus. <laughs> Don't get to mention that. I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> um, I'm Serena. I go to Kaiser, and I'm also part of PMLT. <laughs> yeah, that's what she's known for. Oh, gosh. All right. Hey, guys. I'm Valeria. I go to Kaiser High School. I'm 16. I'm a junior, also part of PMLT. You guys remember that voice. I'm Karen. I'm part of the PMLT slash core, and I go to JP College. Awesome. Hi, I'm Carla. I'm a part of the core team, and I'm also a supporting mom. That's right. Here is there. Team mom. Shout out to Miss Neri also. Okay. Yes, oh, and Miss Guzman. Miss Guzman. Miss G. <laughs> All right, what's going on? <laughs> All right, uh, my name is Edwin. I go to Kaiser High School, and I'm a PMLT. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. Woo. All right, so what's up? I'm Sarah. I'm the the new YM here. And That's right. I am. Oh. My name is Michael. I go to Kaiser High, and I'm part of PMLT too. Yeah. My name is David, and I go to Fontana High School, and I'm part of the PMLT. Yeah. yeah, I'm Jerry. I also go to Bloomington High School, and I am also part of PMLT. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like 
catch you out, Garland? Yeah, because y'all didn't clap for him, so. <laughs> <laughs> hey, why is that? Because <laughs> it's, it's Jared. Okay. I'm Luis. I go to Fontana High School, and I'm also part of Female T. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so there's there's a couple of more, because there's a lot of you. There's a couple of more Female T who's not here. Does anybody know who, they're, who they are? Who's who's missing? Mazzardini. We're missing Tim. Tim, Tim, Tim. Tim didn't come to today. Tim wasn't here, and Brandon, Silali, David H. This is a whole lot of you. There's a large group, and people always say that you know it's hard to find uh, people to serve in church, but there seems to be not a not a you know it's not a desert here. You guys are just like living in in in, in you know. It's like bearing fruit here. So, what is what is PMLT about? Like, what is PMLT about? So, let's talk about that. What's PMLT about? Who wants to shoot out an answer to that? Right? Uh, yeah, you guys. There's no test. Right. What do you guys do? Okay, let's go simple. What do you guys do? So, uh, basically, uh, for PMLT, we're just a bunch of high schoolers trying to lead middle schoolers or the youth closer to God. And you guys are all high school, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. Most, Most of us. Most of us. What do you want to Well, PMLT or? PMLT or high school. Well, Karen's. Well, she's slash Quincy. You know what? Well, Karen's. Well, she's Quincy. You said it's fine. Okay. Core team is people who graduated from high school. Are you an honor college? All right. So how long? Adults. Or young adults. Young adults. Carlos, a young adult. So what do you guys do? When do you mean? Tell me something about what you guys do. It's like, why? Why, if I was like, what grades do you guys serve? We what? serve 6th grade through 8th grade, so middle school. Yeah. We meet up every Wednesday in the youth garage, uh, except the first Wednesday of the month where we usually have our uh, team meetings. Mm. Mm. What do you do those team meetings? We plan out edge nights for that month, for that month or for the whole the semester. semester yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's interesting. So It really is. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> Like, how do you become? How do you become a PMLT? It's like, a, you gotta, you gotta oh, walk. Edwin. Edwin wants to say it. Edwin oh, wants to say Edwin. it. Well, first you have to ask um, the YM, get um, a paper signed, and get an interview and get accepted. That sounds like job. You have to <laughs> apply and interview and get accepted. Mm-hmm. Apply, yeah. get interviewed. Sorry, folks. Um, yeah, you gotta apply, interview, get accepted, and then how do you guys know what to do? It's like you guys are like. Doing this like you're pros. I mean, how do you how do you guys know Easy. what to do? You don't. You don't. You don't. So you don't. So so I don't flag that. <laughs> so so how is it? How do you know what to do? It's like do you just come? And it's like okay, you you apply, you you get accepted, so and we, you go running into it, and that's it. So what we do is we take the class. Yeah. Oh, that's we took a training. A training. Yeah. Training. Tell us what what is your name? Oh, my name is Serena. Yeah, tell us about that training. Um, so it was like an all-day training where we were here from like the morning until like the afternoon, and we basically learned how to go through like an, a whole edge night, and we learned how to plan and like small groups and all that. Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We also yep. learned about safe environment and oh, safe environment. Safe environment. Safe environment. You're doing good. What is safe? What is what is safe environment? Okay, that's a good question. Mom, team mom says, "What is safe environment?" Because as any parent would know, I'm not gonna let my kids hang out with you guys if you're not safe environment trained. So, what is safe environment? 
safe environment is basically what we use as a diocese to ensure the safety of our young people at our parishes and our schools. So every person that works with youth under the age of 18 have to undergo a training to make sure they know what's appropriate, what's not appropriate, what's safe and what's not safe, and how to be a mandated reporter for our diocese. That was the YM, Sarah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, everyone's like, yeah, what she said. <laughs> Precisely. Part of me Precis- wants to believe she just stood in the mirror and just practiced that so many times. It sounds yeah, great, I right? I know I was doing this podcast till this morning. That's right, we all, we all never know. It gives know. you like a whole morning to Eight hours. <laughs> around the whole day to memorize that, it. That's to tell you she knows her stuff. That's yeah. right. Yeah. This is why she's our YM. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. So, so you guys meet on Wednesdays, and that mm-hmm. starts at what time? On what? Except for the first Wednesday. Well, for meetings, it, where we meet at five thirty. Five thirty. So, like, so the youth or the sixth, seventh, and eighth graders start coming at. They come 5:30. at five thirty, but we meet here at four or four thirty to set up beforehand. Ouch! Yes. Why would you guys want to do that? It's in the contract, yeah. You want to be prepared for what? You want to be prepared for the kids, basically. Because imagine going to an edge night and not having a single question, like a single answer to any of like what the kids say or like question about the, the proclaim or of the group or like of the games. Oh, yeah imagine that so you guys like proclaim it's like so so walk with me because you know most people out there the listeners out there absolutely don't know what you guys do because most of the time i heard this before where someone said oh yeah middle school youth ministry i've seen that before all they do there is play because when i pass by all they're doing is like playing games and and eating pies and and just messing around and all the kids are like just jumping up and down. I mean, what what are they learning? It's like, that's not church, because I'm used to mass. That's boring. It's supposed to be boring, right? Well, they, well, it's what? Oh, It's not boring? No, it's not boring. So you do more than just yes, you playing do. games. The game... Oh. Go ahead. Me? Oh. The game connects to, like, the whole topic of the night, and we usually start out with a gather where we, like, uh, introduce everything, the topic, and... Uh, introduce any new people and then after we do the game which then leads to the proclaim because the game is connected to what the night the topic of the night is about all right so that's a good answer but let's hear from the coordinator what is what is it that you guys do the process of what you guys do so as a parent because catholic.dad doesn't get called catholic.dad if he doesn't have children i have children and so if i was a parent what would you tell me? Because there are parents out there who's going to be listening to this, and it's like, oh yeah, they—that's what he said. But I want to hear from the coordinator. What is it that you guys do, and how do you do it? What What do you guys do? Okay, so first off, we start off with the gather, which is where we welcome all the kids. We're like, hi, welcome to Edge. And if there's someone new, we're like, hey, sign up, say your name, blah blah blah. They tell us their name, their school, interesting fact. And then after, well, in the gather, we explain what the theme is. So there's always a different kind of theme to every night that we have. So say randomly we have an edge night called lightning. So something called lightning. So then that topic is going to be about lightning. And there's always something at the bottom that says what it's about. And then after the gather, there's a game, which the game connects to the gather and the talk, <laughs> which is what we're learning. And then after the game, which we let the kids have fun, which is serious time, which is the proclaim, which is the actual talk where we explain everything to the kids. 
there's always something important like today they could be like and talk about existence so we would talk about that whole 10 minute talk about existence and then after we would have small group questions where these kids break them into small groups and whatever these kids in their small groups always stay in those same small groups so they get to grow in that friendship and get to grow with that leader and then after that we have the send where we explain summarize the whole night ask the kids if they have any questions and we close off in prayer which is the most important thing well that's that's great i mean that's that was a lot so after this break we're going to tell you we're going to talk to you about what that all means and how it relates to the mass. Hey, did you know that our podcast is sponsored by Anchor? It's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from the phone or computer. Anchor will even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. We're back. And right now, you know, Diana, the coordinator, talked to us about what they do, the gather, proclaim, break, and send. But what does that mean in relation to, like, when we go to church and what we Catholics call the Mass. How does that relate to the Mass? Because I one time heard someone say that that when you guys do your youth nights, it actually is compared to the Mass. How does that work? So uh, I'm gonna ask the sub-coordinator of EDGE Youth Group to tell us how that, how that matches. So your name is? Lauren. Lauren. Welcome, Lauren. Like I've, I, it's like I've never seen you before. Do I even know you? We've never met before. We've never met. And I'm telling you folks, that's a lie. Uh, so, so, Lauren, tell us how, how this works. How, how gather, proclaim, break, and send. Because you guys have four parts. Diana told us about the four parts of youth group. And you're going to tell us how that matches to, to whatever it is, the, 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 the mass. Yes, so, as Diana said, there's the gather, proclaim, break, and send. So in the gather, that's like the introductory rite, so like opening prayer as we also open up in prayer. And yeah, and then the proclaim is the liturgy of the word. So like, you know how we have first reading, second reading, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, not blah, 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 because it's important. But yeah, so the proclaim is kind of like that. And then the break is small groups, so... That's like an, an important part where... I heard it's the most important part. Yes, the most important part, which is also like the most important part of Mass, which is the Eucharist. Ooh. The Eucharistic celebration, yeah. yeah and that's yes. when you kind of get Eucharist, to... Eucharist, that's when you receive Jesus. 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 Amen. Yes. Amen. So yeah, and that's like when you can kind of connect the stuff together. Yeah. And then the send is... Descending forth, like go, go forth, go forth and love and serve your neighbor. Shame, man! It's like share the word. So every time that you guys end the night, you guys tell kids like, "Hey, share the word." How do you guys? Do? I remember I heard this one time. You guys, hey, go forth, invite a friend. So you're actually encouraging them 
to evangelize other people. But you guys who are in the PMLT, it's like, why do you do this? Because it's like some of you guys are in sports. Some of you guys are like wearing uniforms right here. You're in ROTC or J-R-O-T-C-L-M-N-O-P. Yes, sir. And you got some guy who works at Jiffy Lube. Hi, Monica. Oh, Mr. Monica is wearing somebody else's clothes. But all of you guys have like extracurricular, extracurricular, Correct. Yes. Thank you for correcting me. Yes. Uh, yeah. So all of you guys have like all these extracurricular activities. Some of you guys play basketball, and some of you, you know, most of you guys have like oh tennis. Sorry. And and, and you guys have like honors classes, AP classes. You guys are busy. And then Sarah here is demanding and. And, and Diana is demanding and Lauren is demanding of you guys no, to come here at 4 o'clock to be here until almost 7.30 at night on a Wednesday to serve 6th, 7th, and 8th graders who aren't even your brothers and sisters. And you guys are actually having fun? Are you guys even having fun? Oh, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. that sounds like a chore. You I just are, mentioned a chore. But you guys do. I mean, I see the smiles. Literally, folks, if you could see this, but we're a podcast, so you can't. But they're literally smiling. So why is why do you do it? Why do you do it, Luis? Why do you do this? Uh, well, first, like I started off last year. I only came like two like two nights because because I really didn't want to do it. But then like I started coming off more often, and I started seeing like um, how it really helps out a lot of people, and um, you know. I was I'm trying to like I'm discerning priesthood, so I'm Ooh, trying to like um uh, yeah. trying to get like a little feel about how to be able to like um spread the word and like be able to help other people. So that's why this is like this is like for you. You're like what what Father Mike Schmidt would say. Like you guys are like pre pit, like pits, yeah. like priest in training. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. But you're pre. Pre-pit. I'm pre-pit. Yeah, you're pre-priest in training. So this is kind of like training for you to minister to young people and to old people like me. So so what else? Who else? Who else wants to... Yes. Michael, why is it that you do this? You know, because your mom makes you, right? That's right. Just be truthful. It's like you got dragged in here. Well, in the beginning, it was because my mom made me. But, like, I started coming more, and I saw how, like, the PMLT team, uh, PMLT team, became like a family to me and it's fun serving with them uh helping out like younger kids come closer to god and like see that god is there to help them wow it's like right well let's hear from from carla carla is like a mom She's not Michael's mom. No, no, yeah, she is Michael's mom. But, she but is a mom. She is a mom. She's Angel's mom. But she is Angel's mom. <laughs> and, and, uh, Chris, uh, yes, they're, they're all part of the, this, this group, I believe. But, Carla, why do you do what you do? I mean, you're a core team, and you're a mom. You're the team mom for this group, helping the YM, the coordinators. Why do you do this? I mean, it's like all moms usually just drop off their kids. No offense to all those parents who just drop off their kids, but hey, stay. But you stayed, and then you became part of the team. Why do you do that when you could just sit in your van and just take a nap? Because it's like, I've seen your kids. You need a nap. (laughs) I I I need a few naps, actually. But I do this because... I I learned of the love of God 
I learned and I learned to love God first and he taught me to love myself. And then from there on, um, of course, I want my kids to learn, of, not just learn of God, but learn and know God. I want them to know God. And, uh, and, and then not just my kids, but the people around them. And then after that, whoever's, you know, around all of us. And it's important, important for me because uh, the way this world is going, um, I don't watch much media. I don't watch the news because it's uh, it's very depressing. And um, it is. Yeah, it is Not very much. depressing. And I know a lot of kids. Uh, you know, like I hear from my coworkers more and more that there are. You know, kids are depressed. There's a lot of bullying. I just heard about this kid that got killed. Um, by being bullied. So um, I want more and more kids to learn and to know that, um, you know, there's a safe place. There's a safe place and it's not boring. It's not boring. Um, and it's important, important for me to, at the beginning it was important for me to know, okay, where am I leaving my kids? <laughs> mm -hmm. Who are they gonna be with? Um, are there any adults? Um, are the teens reliable? Um, can I trust them with my kids? Um, and then, you know, I got, that's why I got involved and then I got to experience that. So I'm a very protective mom and my kids are not allowed to go uh, and, you know, to have a, a uh, what is it? Night. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know the word. The <laughs> They're not allowed to have sleepovers, but um, wow. or more or less just go and go to whoever house. The park but um, actually, this yeah. summer I did a lot of that. Allowing you allowed <laughs> your child to sleep I, over yes. to strangers' home? No, no, no. no. <laughs> she just kind of dropped them off outside and like, all right, you can go and do your thing. Not yet, not yet. She's not there yet. <laughs> not there yet, but they were allowed to go to the park, to go places, oh to go gosh, here and the there. And I was at work and I knew they were in good hands. I knew oh. they, they were reliable and um, I was at peace at work. Because I did remember hearing about that and hearing from them, says, where are you guys? And they were like at the park playing tennis <laughs> at nine o'clock in the morning and oh and I was like who is there shouldn't you guys be sleeping like regular normal teenagers <laughs> and you guys were like playing we games I'd, I'd also like to point out that that was the night the day after the fiesta that we had been there until <laughs> two o'clock in the morning cleaning up and they wanted to wake up at nine o'clock and go play tennis <laughs> i want to say that i saw these guys you know as as i saw these guys during our our annual fiesta and they didn't sell food but they did see what everybody else ate as in food because these guys picked up trash. And aside from picking up trash, they went and dug through the trash for recyclables because they believe in caring for God's creation. Laudato Si, hashtag Laudato Si, read it, it's good. And, and here's the thing, they were like having fun. I mean. How many young people do you know has fun picking up trash, except for Linus from the Peanuts, 
but these guys did. And then the next day, I was like dead. And they were at the park still playing tennis with each other. And so I, I got to see the fact that when you guys, your kids are going to this youth group, there's just so much joy that's overflowing. Your kids are just going to be infected with, with the love of Jesus. So here's the other thing. I'm like looking at pictures. Um, and, and I'm just saying people in the podcast world is not going to see that. But here's the thing. That's why you guys do it. And, and what, is it that, what is it that you guys did in the summer? Aside from picking what up trash. What did we do? Oh, we got a lot. VBS. Oh, we did VBS. Diana said they did VBS. Okay. That's why. Vacation. Oh, vacation Bible school. What else did you guys do? These guys went to Steubenville, San Diego. What else did you guys do? I was an actor. You guys went. Some of you guys went to Youth Theology Institute at Loyola Marymount. How was that? Oh, it was such a nice and fun experience. You got to branch out to like different people. And you were also in a, in a college dorm, which got you like a feel of how a college is supposed to be like, or how it's structured. And it was very free and like very liberal, I guess you should say. Liberating. Liberating, yes. Liberating. Yes. You got that experience at Youth Theology Institute. David, what do you got to say? Me, Luis, Tim, Enrique got the opportunity to go to Whitecast. Oh, hashtag Whitecast. University of Redlands. Yeah, it was an amazing experience. Oh, that really was. Yeah. For like what? How many days? A, a whole week. week, yeah. A whole week. A whole five left what did you guys do? I mean, what did you guys learn? What did you guys see? It was daily mass. And like, so basically it was a leadership training. And we were given, or we went to workshops every day. We were given lunch and a break. But um, we also, what would they call it? Oh. Like we had to work together, or they gave us like a task. To they do. were given. Yeah, we were. We had to like. Um, we basically the teens planned out the week. Oh, like yeah. um, they gave us like the, they told us what we had to plan, and then we would get into our into our little families, like our little groups, and then we'd plan out that thing. We had to plan mass. We got to plan morning activities. Um, morning. Activities after lunch. Yeah, and morning prayer. Morning prayer. Closing prayer. Yeah, and then lunch or meal prayer. Yeah, and we got to like build a community with people we didn't even know from all around the IC. So five of you guys got to go, and your YM was there with you. Sarah, you were there as a a facilitator. Ramiro was there. Ramiro was there as as a uh, a, youth assistant facilitator. And how many of you guys who didn't get to go last year are thinking of planning on maybe going next year? Because I hear this is an annual thing with the Diocese of San Bernardino. So uh, they're smiling, but I'm planning. I'm all right. Planning. So yes. Jared, Adam, Serena, Michael, Michael. So I think your whole group, Sarah, is going to end up going with you next year. There's who's going to run the show? <laughs> oh, okay. but you guys don't do. You guys take the summer off? No, no. no they, they they have summer off. They have training. What's that? <laughs> uh, but here's the thing: uh, you guys talked about white cast, and that's a shout out to the ministry for young Catholics in the diocese of San Bernardino, Edgardo, Berenice, Lopita, and Brenda Noriega for really creating that um, that that program for uh, YCAST. And YCAST stands for Young Catholics, Catholics Actively, Actively Serving, Serving Today. Today. And actually there's five symbols in that. And the first one is is like, the first symbol of that is, is like washing feet. It's like a bowl 
and someone's washing feet because in the very first day of white cast you know you have to learn how to wash someone's feet you need to be humble and i think the next one of the other symbols in that is like the the image of the kingdom of god to be placed in the kingdom of god to work in that kingdom of god there's also a couple of other symbols that i don't have in front of me so i'm gonna lie i don't remember them but at the very end the very last one again it's white cast is this picture of a net because you have to literally oh and there's one that's like a like an eye because you have to have a vision you have to have the vision of what the church vision is and so by the very end hopefully they've been built as leaders so that they can cast the net to be able to evangelize and share the good news so what do you guys like the best about this ministry what do we like the best about yeah the the community. Yeah. Community. Definitely. Yeah. Community. I think for all of us, mm-hmm. it's for most of us, it's community. What was that, Angel? Meeting new people that you don't know. Uh, Karen, you wanted to say something? Yeah, go ahead. Um, being able to share a genuine friendship with everybody. Because it's really hard to find friends who actually like share the same faith as you, mm. have the same morals, like pray to God. It's really hard, but mm-hmm. in this ministry, you will definitely find that. Another, mm-hmm. another thing with our community is that uh, for us, yes, we are youth ministry, but we also have a thing called relational ministry, which is basically getting to know others, you know, get, getting to know the youth in uh, your youth group or, uh, you know, just any, getting to know everybody, you know. Mm-hmm. So they all can belong together. So they can all belong together. And I'm glad you said that, Diana, because I think what you guys are, what I'm hearing from you guys and what I'm seeing from you guys whenever I pass by and you guys are messing around, but you're not messing around, you're, you're actually um, doing God's work, is that you found a place where you belong. Yes. And you actually are inviting people to belong with you. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact of how invitational you guys are. Like you guys are out there. I saw a picture in your Instagram and some of your guys' Instagrams where you guys are like at school wearing all the same color shirt? Like, what was that about? It's like, is there a specific day you guys have to wear a shirt, like all the same? Why did you do that? Well, today is, today is Suicide Prevention Day, and they encourage us to wear yellow to um, support. And Roberto, who's not here, but he had the idea to wear our Fiat shirts that we made for Stu- Studentville, and we all wore them. And everybody, we took a picture, and yeah. yeah. And I'm glad you guys do that. It's like because I think a lot of people, when you guys go to school and even go out in the public, there is nothing about God in the shirts that they wear, and and the imagery that 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 they show is not that. But when I see you guys and you guys are wearing the Fiat shirt, which means Fiat means what? It it's means what Mary said. Let it be done. Let it be done unto me. Let it be done. What Mary said. And so you guys are wearing the shirt and you guys are professing it. Without even speaking, you guys are evangelizing your friends. How many of you guys have had friends who ask you like stuff? Like they, they all of a sudden see your Instagram and you're like almost, you know, they look at you and now you're a Jesus freak. How many of your friends like ask you, why are you doing that? Well, Valeria. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Go yeah. On. They, they do. Go on. They do. Do you get challenged? Yeah. Sometimes it's very kind of hard because I have friends that um they're like on the verge of being like atheistic and I'm like I'm trying to uh, not trying to but I'm just spreading the word of like my faith and I respect the decision and like 
if if they want to be if they want to be Catholic and evangelize others, that's the, basically their decision. And I just go to school, do my own thing, and fiat is let it be done unto me, and so I will let it be done unto me. Amen. Amen. <laughs> you were gonna say something, David? Um, I actually posted on my Instagram. Wait, uh, you post on your Instagram? Yeah, I know, huh? Oh, but you just posted. Don't, don't, don't bring it up. I posted, uh, uh, Instagram has this question thing that I posted, why don't you believe in God? Because I wanted to see, because I invite people to come to ministry and stuff, and they're like called the atheists, and there's a lot of people that don't believe, and I just, you know, I want, I want to know why, because our faith is truly beautiful, and the place, the people you meet, and the relationship you grow with God is, it's an amazing thing. And I got a bunch of questions, and some were challenging, and some I knew how to answer, some I had to ask for advice. But, yeah. And here's the great thing with regards to with regards to what you guys are doing is you're posting so other people can safely ask you and not be judged. And I think that's really amazing that, that you guys are, ta are having the fortitude or the courage given by the Holy Spirit to go forth and, and share the good news quietly and, and kind of in a sublime way through your social media footprint because that's how you guys are communicating now it's like you're not shouting at the corners and say you know come and to church you guys are actually doing it in the in the internet in the world wide web and, the, and you guys are are showing it through your actions and i think your friends are are your friends seeing it are you how many of you guys are losing friends because of this relationships with friends are as strong like, yeah, but like, yeah. but did that develop with other people? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Other relationships got stronger. And, and so, do you like? Oh, they're not going to church with me. So, do you ditch those friends? No, no, no. no. That's I like right. to yeah. think that like, because like God doesn't force you to come to church or love Him. He gives you that choice, and it's their choice if they want to show up and learn about God and grow closer to God. So you're basically what you're saying is you're constantly going out there and sharing the good news. And what we share as Catholics, we always say the good news is the gospel of Jesus, the four gospels. And so basically what you're saying is every single day you're going to school and you're sharing the good news by the way that you're living, your action, right? Mm -hmm. So that's, what, that's how you guys are evangelizing. You're not going out and says, hey, you want to join me in a Bible study? No, you guys aren't doing that. But what you guys are doing, from what I'm hearing, is you guys are saying, hey, do you want to come to youth group with me? Yes. So that is amazing. That is evangelization in of itself. And to me, that is one of the most wonderful things. So, you know, every single time we do on these podcasts, we always have to bring about um, scripture. And what I thought when, when, when we were going to do this with regards to having a podcast with a PMLT that the title in of itself is sowing seeds and reaping leaders because I remember when this ministry first started we could not find one person to help in this ministry it was like you know you were like digging up holes and not finding water and so what happened there was in explaining how this all started was the fact that there was a confirmation class and confirmation students, and they were asked to lead 
some of the middle schoolers. And some of you were like the first middle schoolers in this ministry, right? Oh, yes. Don't raise your hand, we can't see it. Right. So, so Jared, <laughs> David, Michael, Adam, you guys Luis, were like the Luis. You guys were like the first Lauren, who's now the sub coordinator, Melanie. Um, you guys were like the first edge youth group. And now you guys are the leaders. And the funny thing is, the first PMLT, which Sarah was one of them, is now your YM. Right? <laughs> so, what that means is that those seeds, those Seeds that were sown bore fruit. And now you guys are ministering to your little brothers and little sisters and kids who were like in kindergarten when you guys started. And Carla has been there every single day. <laughs> and, you know, I, I still see Michael as a little chubby sixth grader. Oh, oh. oh. Michael. You're not he's not. He's, he's like, huge. <laughs> he's, he's gorgeous. He, yeah. Yeah. Oh, he, ladies, he is taken. Not he's not taken. That was his mom. But <laughs> but this, say something. Say something, Michael. So just, just say say your name, Michael. See, see listen. That is a deep dark voice of a gentleman Catholic right there. Michael with a K. Michael with Michael with a K. So so here we're gonna read a little bit of scripture because we got like. Um, I'm going to flag that. <laughs> We're going to read a little scripture. Um, because this whole ministry started with, with no adults and finding young high school leaders like you guys back in the day when you guys like five years ago. And now you guys are, are the leaders. And so let's, let's read um, that, that parable. And um, we chose Luke chapter 8 verse 4. Through 15 because this year is cycle C so that means the gospel is in the gospel of Luke so read it the parable of the sower and when a great crowd came together and people from town after town came to him he said in a parable a sower went out to sow his seed and as he sowed some fell along the path and was trodden underfoot and the birds of the air devoured it and some fell on the rock and as it grew up, it withered away, because it had no moisture. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns grew with it and choked it. And some fell into good soil and grew, and yielded a hundredfold. As he said this, he called out, Who here has ears to hear? Let him hear. And when his disciples asked him what this parable meant, he said, To you it has been given to know the secrets of the kingdom of God. But for others, they are in parables, so that seeing they may not see, and hearing they may not understand. Now the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. The ones along the path are those who have heard. Then the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts, that they may not believe and be saved. And the ones on the rock are those who, when they hear the word, receive it with joy. But these have no root. They believe for a while, and in a time of temptation, fall away. And as for that, and for what fell among the thorns, they are those who hear, but as they go on their way, they are choked by the cares and riches and pleasures of life, and their fruit does not mature. And as for that, in the good soil, they are those who, he who hearing the word, hold it fast in an honest and good heart, and bring forth fruit with patience. The word of the Lord. 
praise to you, O Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And here's the thing. You know, Jesus in that parable, the sower, Jesus sketches four different responses to the gospel. Three scenarios are unfruitful, while the good soil is receptive and produces harvest. That's in um, chapter 8, verse 8. As the sower, Jesus' ministry runs parallel to Old Testament prophets who encountered opposition and widespread unbelief. You know, the seeds represent the gospel. You know, sowing being... The, the sower is being anyone who proclaims that gospel. That's you. You are the sower. And various soils represents people's responses. The first three of those represent rejection. And the last one represents acceptance. So each and every one of you guys, people went and ministered to you. Sarah and them ministered to you. And you guys were the good soil. And when you see in ministry, there were many, many people that, that, that were sowed seeds for the gospel. And they walked away. Some were really on fire. Like for some of you guys, you are like so on fire like some of the other peer ministry leaders in the past. And then it was planted on rocky soil. And as soon as it got hard, it withered away. So a question for you guys as PMLT, are you good soil? And this, the, the question for you guys who are sowing to these PMLT, are you watering them? Are you nourishing them? And you guys as PMLT who are now the sowers for these edge youth, are you guys ministering to them? Are you watering them? Are you tilling the soil so that, that gospel still like flourishes? And so I want to say that St. Paul describes the growth, this, this exact growth in, in his, his book, his writings to Corinth. And he said, I planted the seed, Apollos watered it, but God has been making it grow. Let me repeat that. I planted the seed, Apollos watered it, but God has been making it grow. So each and every one of you guys is going to be the Paul. And each and every one of you guys is going to be the Apollos. And you're going to have to trust that God is going to continue to make things grow. And that's when we say we trust in the Lord, but we trust in the works that you guys do. So, does anybody have anything else they want to say that's like they're dying to say something? Anyone? Can I tell a story real quick? Sure. Alright, so... Storyteller. In my third grade, um, I have someone from Hennessy's, uh, Tony. So, one day, we just both walked into class. We sit down, we sit right next to each other, and I'm wearing my, this nice bright red Fiat shirt. And then, next to me, I look at him, and then he points this out, he goes, he like nudges me on the shoulders like, hey, we're both wearing our ministry shirts. Because he was wearing the black Genesis shirt. And I was like, nice. And that's all I got to say about that. It was just a really, <laughs> yeah. just a really cool moment between like, nice. between how there's like two ministries. There's community. Yeah, there's still and, community even though we're from two yeah. different parts of the same ministry. Yeah, and, and that's what's so beautiful with regards to St. Mary's Youth Ministry. And there's two groups. 
there's St. Mary's Youth Ministry that's composed, I think, of Edge and Life Team. And there's this Hennessy's Youth Ministry, which is our Spanish uh, bilingual youth group. And they get together. You know, I think if you guys saw them at Vacation Bible School, you mm -hmm. saw the, the unity and the work. And they developed the stage, which was amazing. And these guys performed. Um, and, and that is where I want to leave you guys, is that, that this Edge Youth Group, provides people with a relational ministry that's in, invitational and also allows people to belong. And so if you guys have any questions with regards to how to get involved or how to bring your kids um, to this youth group, just check the bulletin um, and give them a call. Check out their their Instagram, which is what? what at YM St. Mary. At YM St. Mary. And I think you guys have a Facebook page for old people. And that's St. <laughs> Mary's uh, Youth Ministry. Yeah, St. Mary's Youth Ministry. And Carla, you had something else you wanted to say? <laughs> yeah, just really quick to, to all the parents, bring your kids, bring your uh, your teens, your uh, middle schoolers. Um, sometimes you have to push a little, but um, trust me, eventually they will want to come on their own. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And you know what? You guys had like what? We, we're we doing this right after you guys' youth group. Uh, you guys had what? 30-something people? There's a lot of little people yeah, out there yeah. too. 32. Wow. And and so I want to leave that where that is. Just to picture that. 32 little people. And then these guys. I think there's like what? 15 of you here as leaders? And that's amazing. So folks, that's all we have for you all this time around. I hope you listen. To our next episode of This Connected with Catholic Dot Dad. I hope that what we talked about and what you guys heard, really what you guys heard, you feel that this connected. So send us an email at catholic.dad50 at gmail.com with your comments and questions. You can also send us a voicemail. The link is in the episode description and maybe we'll put you on a future episode and answer your question. Just maybe. Don't forget to rate this podcast, share it with your friends, parents, grandparents, teachers, anyone who you know. We don't care. We just want you to like and share. So remember, live a life of holiness. We will be praying for you. Please pray for us. And most importantly, until next time, be blessed and be there. This Connected Podcast is brought to you by The Cabin. Want to get away and get some peace and quiet and rest? Yes, rest, but not too far away from home or the city? Want to experience a true log cabin feel in the mountains? Well, I have the recommendation for you. The Cabin is a two-bedroom, one-and-a-half bath that will do just that. With a beautiful wood fireplace lit and a glass of wine, you are sure to relax. With easy access from the main highway, private parking, easy access with stairs to the entrance, fast Wi-Fi, a full-size kitchen, and all the essential amenities will make your stay a memorable experience. This cozy log cabin was built in the early 60s with its original wood fireplace and a newly transformed deck with beautiful views of the San Bernardino Mountains. So, book your stay at the cabin in Running Springs, California. The cabin located in the San Bernardino Mountains, is a beautiful place to see the beauty of God's creation. I have known the proprietor of the cabin for many years. She has always supported the youth and young adult ministries of her community. 
as well as this podcast. Check out The Cabin on Instagram at thecabin2021. Again, that's at thecabin2021. T-H-E-C-A-B-I-N 2021.